0: I think it just for me, Joe, I don't know about you, but I I look at the rings and it really is a sign of commitment because we have been through a lot.
1: It is a sign.
0: We have actually lived all those horrible things that can happen in a marriage and
1: and the great things.
0: And the great things.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right. To and me, it's just
0: it's commitment. You it's, see,
1: yeah, that's the best word.
0: It would have been very easy to Mm -hmm. given up but we we did it and we're better people for it and I'm proud of us that is that we were able to do that that's what I look at when I look at my ring I just think wow it doesn't seem like 36 years though
1: (laughs) no it doesn't
2: don't say it seems
1: longer
2: (laughs) from BC Clark the people who have witnessed more than a century of love stories, comes You Too, a podcast series that captures inspiring stories of couples from the moment their journey went from you to two. In this episode, we meet Joe and Jamie Llewellyn. hear what commitment and happiness means to them today after 36 years of marriage, and find out why they can't wait for the next 36 years.
0: I'm Jamie Lou Allen, and I have been married to Joe for a long time. <laughs> we have four children. I used to be in the banking world, but um, about a long time ago, I didn't do that for very long. So we started having all these four children. and so now I give my time outside of the home, through our church and through a couple other nonprofits that I have a lot of love for, specifically children with learning disabilities.
1: Okay, well, so I'm Joe Allen, married to Jamie, 36 years and, oh, uh, almost a month, if somebody's counting. May 18th. It's inscribed inside my ring, in case that was my my dad's suggestion, in case I ever forgot, um, which (laughs) I have not forgotten. No, you haven't forgotten yet. No. Um, But yeah, we've been married that long and have four kids. I'm a practicing lawyer here in town, and... So I spend most of my time doing that. <laughs> Unless we're on family trips or doing something fun. When well, we met, um, our, Jamie was out of college and working as a banker and I was in law school. And it just so happened that my roommate in law school was a college fraternity brother who was also working with Jamie and uh, a small group of young graduates in this uh, banking program at the First National Bank in Oklahoma City. And so we ended up at happy hours and things like that occasionally, and and, um, and my roommate helped sort of put us together, I'd say. I'd credit him with it. Wouldn't you?
0: i credit him with that, yeah.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't sort of set up that way, it just it kind of evolved. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was the summer of 83,
1: no. Two. 82. No, summer. no, 83, 83, you're right. 83, summer yeah, of 83, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And you were late for our first date, like yeah. two and a half hours late. Yeah. I wasn't sure there was going to be a second date.
1: Yeah.
0: That was back before we had cell phones, so if you're running late, you just, you know, you could stop and use a pay phone and call, <laughs> but that did not happen. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Didn't have a quarter. Didn't <laughs> Or whatever they would have cost. It
0: was probably 10 cents back yeah. then. We're yeah. really telling her age here. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we met. And I would say it's probably love at first sight.
1: Yeah, it was, I think. <laughs> no, I, knew. I don't know. I don't know. I, so, I knew. I don't think she did, but I, I knew it was. I was going to hang on to this one. You're so, going to let
0: me go, even yeah. though I was older than you, a little bit older than you.
1: She's considerably older than me.
0: About ten months is all I think. But she
1: was born in 1959. I was born in 1960. So, like, we're completely different decades, which you know makes for some interesting things because she knows all the stuff about the 50s, and I don't even, I can't relate to it.
0: (laughs) So So funny, so funny, yeah. It's worked out. Yeah, it's worked out. We have a lot of things in common. We enjoy a lot of the same things. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. It was fun. And we had a lot of friends that knew each other, so it was really easy.
1: Yeah, at that time there were so many people, especially in just downtown Oakland City, that was, it was really a lot of fun. That was a great era.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we dated for not quite two years. No, yeah. just a little over a year before we got engaged. Yeah, right. On my birthday.
1: Oh, that's right. I knew that. Yep. Yeah. She has a great birthday, too. It's easy to remember. Nine, nine. So,
0: Fifty
1: nine. Yeah. If you screw that 59. one up, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. Well,
0: remember we? I I didn't. I was so surprised when we got engaged because we we actually went out. We went for lunch or dinner or something actually on my birthday, but it was like a Wednesday Wednesday or Thursday night, I think. And so you you gave me a watch which you had bought from Paul.
1: Mm, that's um, right. It was like a decoy.
0: It was a decoy for the ring. Yeah. Yeah and so you gave me the watch actually on my actual birthday and then on the weekend we went out
1: because she was at that point in oklahoma city i was in norman
0: um we went out to a nice dinner yep. and it was at a restaurant that's no longer there do you guys you've been in oklahoma city for a while there was that place called um the dining car and it was like in the back of the interurban it was part inter-urban of what in was
1: interurban it's, i mean now that's gone through about three or four other restaurants in the north part of interurban was this actually right next to bc clark at the point yeah but It was an interurban and inside it they had like a
0: it was in the back you have to have a secret door and you go back in there, it was called the dining car and that's where we went. Yeah.
1: It's real romantic to have been engaged at a place that no longer exists. Yeah. So it would have been
0: nice if it was someplace that like the metro that (laughs) says. Yeah, where you could
1: say, Oh yeah, that's it right (laughs) there. (laughs) Wouldn't really do much today. (laughs) But But, yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: It was in September and we Got married. We only had one week that we could get married and go on a honeymoon because you graduated from law school and then a week later, like you, we got married a week later and then a week later you started bar review classes on Saturday. So we only had, we only had one weekend.
1: Yep. That was kind of People the way used went. to
0: always, they I, they used to say, why don't you guys get married while I was in law school? They're like, he'll do better if you're married. And I said, I just need to make sure he gets out. <laughs> I got a vested interest in this. We got So I let him graduate on Saturday and we got married the next <laughs> weekend. They said, well, if you were worried, you should have waited until he passed the bar and then that's, married.
1: That's much bigger.
0: I said, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I just didn't know.
1: Could have been a disaster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it was great celebration. We had a beautiful reception and, so many people. It was, it was wonderful. We didn't have a single bite to eat. I don't know. We did taste the cake because we had to do the obligatory yeah. photos. But I remember we we left that day and flew to California for our first night. And then we went on from there to Hawaii. And I remember calling my mom saying, so how was the food? Was it just, and she was, she's like, you got to be she kidding was me. Furious. All of that trouble on that food and the, the specific things you wanted, and you didn't even see it. I said, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't even, I don't, I don't even remember if it was there or not. It was just so busy going around and seeing everybody's, but it was a lot of fun. It
1: was great.
0: Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't, I just think it was just, for me, it was just, I, I was just so happy, and so I don't think I really got. I'm really not a super nervous person. I didn't. No, I would. I didn't like stand there in the back and just think, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to faint" or anything like that. I mean, I was very emotional. I'm very close to my dad, and of course, he was there to walk me down the aisle. But I was really just more excited to be married. I've never been happier than to just start my life like that. It was yeah. just. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't. Worried whether I was making the right decision or not, or I was just really happy, really happy, and not nervous at all.
1: You I looked was like super you were sweaty <laughs> and you know, uh, I, I'm a I'm a crier. I cry at a good commercial, and uh, at at our son's weddings recently, like the re- rehearsal dinner, I just made a complete fool of myself on, on both occasions. Just literally, just blabbering. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a lawyer. I, I I speak in front of big crowds. It's that's not a problem for me, but things that are personal like that, I just I can't handle it. And so, now I remember just standing there at the front of the church crying. Um, you did,
0: yeah, yeah. You're you're yeah. you're definitely a crier. That's a good thing. That just means you you love well. That's important. We've yeah. instilled that in our boys. Our boys hug and they cry and. You just they're strong men, but they're not afraid to show their emotions. That's a good thing.
1: Yeah, I've, I've kind of quit apologizing for it. It's just it is what it is. You don't have to apologize for it. You just expect it.
0: If you didn't cry, we'd think there's something wrong with yeah,
1: you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was just a lot going on at the time. You know, finishing law school and getting all that going, a new career and all that. But but we were. We were ready to do it and excited about it and it was it was a lot of fun. So I remember having just a lot of fun once we were especially once we were through it. Yeah, it was just
0: fun. We just we've always tried to have a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what? I I knew early on in, in when we started dating, I could tell she had this real strong sense about her and she just she is a rock and, and, and so I, I knew that I knew that you would be, I could just tell. She just exuded that sort of um, almost like a, it didn't, it, maybe I felt it then in a way, it's sort of a maternal kind of instinct that, that you had at the time. I could see that. I'm not sure I could articulate it, but I something about that inside I knew. And so I could, I could tell then. And, and I think, you know, you've been, nobody's a better mom. Ever, or and never will be, and I think that's there's that has been what has really helped keep us all together as a family because she's so strong and in, in the way you go about things. Um, I could see that. So, eyes and bossiness.
0: I knew the Those bossy two. word was going to yeah, come out there. Yeah, strong sounds a little bit better yeah, than Strong's
1: bossy. a little nicer than bossy, but same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. you can read it however you want. Yeah.
0: I'm kind of bossy, It's all right.
1: You're bossy, but Mm -hmm. sometimes we need bossy.
0: Yeah. I remember when I first met him, and he was talking about his parents and how they they got divorced. It was amicable, and you Mm -hmm. were raised by both of them, but you lived with your dad. and, And you said at that time, I will never do that to my children, and I will fight for my marriage. And so I knew then this was a guy that wasn't ever going to walk away if things got tough and he was going to be committed to, to work through the good times and the bad times and that was really, that was really, really important to me that once the new wore off and you just were married and you were living in that daily grind of raising a family and getting through life that there would always be someone there that was going to be more than just... The honeymoon and the fun times and the good times—someone that was going to be there and be strong and be a great role model for our kids about how you how you do life.
1: Yeah, we definitely enjoyed those first three or four years before we had kids. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we had kids pretty early, though. We got married in '85, and our first one was born in '88. And then we didn't really have a conventional marriage from that point on. Our oldest son, before he turned two, was diagnosed with cancer. And he got—he was diagnosed three months after we had our second child. We had our first two boys really close together. And they were only 18 months apart. So once we started having children, our life was crazy. But um, before he was two, he was diagnosed with a very rare form of leukemia. And then for the next 10 years, our life was just, we, it was a good thing we had a very very strong marriage because we went through a lot and um, had two more we had our four children all in that time and our youngest child was diagnosed with some severe learning disabilities when she was two so we really I look back on that and think about people our age and I look at my own children what they're doing now at the age of like our one who's getting ready to have his first child, he's gonna be 32. Um, you know, when we were 32, we were dealing with a child with cancer and had been for several years and raising a family, and he was working hard in the law firm, and uh, we just grew stronger, our marriage, and closer together. And it doesn't always happen like that. I mean, so I know, remember our conversation with our priest at church, he said, um families either grow together or grow apart when you have tragedies in your life and we were we were really committed to not being one of those people that grew we apart. We were very lucky
1: that we had a lot of support from our church.
0: Our families. Our
1: families, friends, and because of that it it, it did help us to do that. But mm-hmm. and I am proud of that.
0: That's the most thing I'm proud about our marriage is that we were able to really get through that ten years and Be closer together as husband and wife, and and raise our children to be there and support each other. Yeah. Um, But so that was crazy ten years, really, of our marriage, because in '95, '98, our son died, and then we had these three little kiddos, and. I think God knew what He was doing when He gave us three more children because we, we just sort of had to get, we had to move forward in life.
1: Yeah, it's not like you could just sort of lay in bed and say, I'm not getting up today.
0: Yeah. So.
1: It would have been nice a few times, but you couldn't do it because they yeah. were dragging you out of bed saying, let's go. We have okay. things to do. So we did.
0: But yeah. I think that just, we, we look at life a little bit differently than I think a lot of people. And in our, our. I think it sort of set the stage for our boys especially, because they saw what we went through and how hard their dad worked and what they needed to do to be successful and how you can be successful even through adversity and you can become better people from that. And I do think that that's the good that came from our son's death is that, um, I mean, we're all better for it. Our boys are are definitely better for it. the things that are really important in a marriage and in life, and what you can do. And.
1: We spent several years. We had some friends that encouraged us to um, find a way to raise some money and to in our son's memory. And and we started small, but we had this baseball tournament, and really it was, we just were sort of along for the ride. We had all these friends that were just doing it, and this thing just exploded in popularity um, over the Memorial Day holiday. And so we did that for. Eight years. Eight years. We, it, which was a blast, and and at the the by, one byproduct of that was not only was it a lot of fun, it it taught all these kids that were playing in this tournament, hundreds of kids, about giving back and volunteering and donating money and you know doing things for good and and at the same time we ended up we endowed a, a chair for two million dollars in his name and um, in research and uh, lots of good has come from that too so. I think I think you you know there's a lot of silver lining there that you know on the positive side mm-hmm. shape us. I mean it certainly made us who we are, no doubt about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, it did. And then we our youngest daughter, she's got her difficulties, and so we sort of had bookends of things. And she is she's a, she's a, she's a pistol. Um, she's 26 now so we went through lots of challenges with her to get where she get her where she needed to be and she's been successful and that's my love for children with learning disabilities and that school that little school that I help with is um, where she graduated from high school but she did great we got to Send her off four years to college in Florida. Not a degree-seeking program, but a chance to go to college. And that might have been the next hardest thing.
1: that <laughs> yeah, was pretty For wild. Four
0: years sending your daughter with learning disabilities away to school in Florida. I mean, we couldn't have found someplace closer, I guess. But,
1: but, but she learned to travel independently. We put her on a plane and have somebody on the other end picking her up and stuff. And, man, she just, it changed her. Yeah. She's great. very independent because of that.
0: Well, yeah. It's a baby and the only girl. So,
1: that was... It was hard. It was really hard on me. Again, I told you, I'm a crier. I just completely bawled every time every time I'd say goodbye to her. And she'd say, don't cry. <laughs> I said, well, well, I can't help it. That's what I do.
0: Well, we do. We have friends that thought yeah. we were crazy for doing it. Because yeah. she does have some severe learning difficulties. She's on the autism spectrum. And she's... You wouldn't know it when you first meet her because she's just... She's full of joy and very sociable. She doesn't have any um, real issues there. She just intellectually can't do a lot, but she is, uh, they thought we were crazy sending her off. And there's a lot of sleepless nights, but it was the best thing that we could have ever done for her. Had to sort of buck up and be parents and be strong. (laughs) Uh, We didn't always agree eye to eye on everything we did, but we always, the kids never knew we didn't disagree. We always were a united front.
1: I, I was always right, as it turns out, yeah. I think. Don't you think?
0: Why do they always <laughs> call They've always called me, though, when there was problems. <laughs> they never called you.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. It's funny, they both sort of found the girls that we knew they were going to marry because they they didn't meet them in college. They met them both when they were out of school. Ben met his little wife in Dallas through a friend, um, Baxter. He was out of school, uh, getting ready to go to law school, met his little wife, Kara. It was funny because when... um, When they went to pick out the gold wedding bands, uh, Paul said, you guys know what you want? To Ben first, he goes, I want just what my dad has. And Baxter did the same thing, not knowing that's what Ben had done. He said, I want what my dad has. And Paul goes, well, hold on just a second. So he got his files out and he goes, this is it. This is the size. This is gold. This is how wide it is. And um, had the records from all those years ago when Joe got his. Uh,
1: Which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, so they thought that was pretty neat that they were buying the same the same band I had and and that was really neat. I
0: think maybe it just, I think they I think they are, They have lots of friends that parents are no longer together or they come from families that aren't as strong and maybe they see that as a sign, well you've been wearing that same ring for all these years, maybe that is a sort of like maybe that will do the same thing for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, well I hope so, I mean I hope they did, yeah, they see how happy we are and how much fun we have, and I think that I do hope it sets a role model. And if they need to the ring the band to make it happen and let it happen, <laughs> I don't think that's it, but
0: it might be. Yeah, I don't know.
1: They're yeah. happy with them though. It's kind of fun. Yeah.
0: Well, for me, it was. I think it was harder for me, just mom and boys, because. I mean naturally I was I was super close to them. They had any problems. I mean, I was their go-to person. Well, when you get married, you hope to goodness I'm not their go-to person anymore cuz I don't want I don't mean they need to cling to their wife and they go through all that. So as a mom, I kind of felt like you were just I didn't lose that connection, but it was it was pretty emotional for me. It was it was just a different thing. Um, for you, I for you, I think your relationship with the boys got closer because mm-hmm. now that they were married, they went to him for, because their role was different. They, had, you know, how am I going to run my house? Well, how can I be successful? How I can make sure that my marriage is as strong as yours? Those kinds of things are going to go to their dad. He's going to set that example for them. As opposed to me, to like the, they will now go to their wife, which is a normal course of things. So I think for moms with boys, and I've talked to friends, that moms with boys, it's a lot harder, because you're really letting go of that, I think. Yeah. That's but it's wonderful. True. I love my daughter in laws. So I do really. I know it's corny when people say, "Oh, I'm not losing a son. I'm gaining daughters." I really do. Um, I really do feel that way. And yeah, we're
1: very lucky. We're they're very great.
0: lucky. They're, they're very much in our lives. We're still very connected. Um, they still they still like to be around us, even though they're married. And I don't know if it's because we pay for dinner. Maybe that's. it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it just, for me, Joe, I don't know about you, but I I look at the rings and think of it as just, it really is a sign of commitment because we have been through a lot. I mean, we have had a lot of trials and tribulations. And when you say those marriage vows all those years ago and you're excited and happy and we've recited them to each other, you know, in sickness and in health, (laughs) you know, and all of that, we. We have made we have we have actually done we have actually lived all of those horrible things that can happen in a marriage and
1: And the great things.
0: And the great things. For
1: richer, for poorer, for sickness and health. Yeah. For better or for worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having just watched some weddings Those are all Yeah. Fresh on my mind. But you're right. I think the same thing. I mean, I'm proud of it.
0: I'm very proud of the fact that we have been married that long and that we've been able to Weather the storm a lot of times, and been able to find the good in all of those bad things that happen to us, and still have joy in our lives, and we aren't bitter.
1: Yeah, I mean you're right. To me, it's just
0: it's commitment.
1: You see, yeah, that's the best word. So yeah, even you know 36 years later, if I look at that ring, that is that means a lot to me, and I think it's a sign. And I think that's you know the priest says that when you're putting them on in the service, Mm -hmm. it is a sign.
0: Well, I think it's for me. Thirty-six years later, it's even better than it was when we got married. Yeah, I think we're closer and happier, and we have just as much fun, even through everything we've been through. Um,
1: In fact, it really I think it makes you appreciate all of that even more. It makes you realize how fragile it can be, and so you got to enjoy it. And and you, you know, you can either be you can either be a positive person or you can be a negative person. You can either look on the bright side and be happy or you can complain and we just I think choose to be more on the happy and positive side and I think we've taught our kids that and I I think they'll they they are that way now and I think they'll continue to be that way
0: well I think also too we always said this to the boys even after Trippy died and they, there was a couple of rough years there and we just remember I remember having conversations especially with Baxter and saying look you can live your life making excuses and say, well, I was dealt a raw deal when my brother died and this and that, and life is horrible, or you can learn from that and become a better person because of it. And mm-hmm. I think we've all done that, and it would have been easy to give up. I mean, good Lord, we were practically bankrupt from medical bills and... Trying to raise kids and put them in school and all of that—it could have been, it would have been very easy to have given up. But we, we did it, and we're better people for it. And I'm proud of us. That is, that we were able to do that. That's what I look at when I look at my ring. I just think, wow, it doesn't seem like 36 years though. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Don't say it seems longer. I just, after living through this last 15 months, it's made me realize that, I mean, I know the old saying, life is so short, but it really is short. And we really intend to, we're finally at a stage in our life that, God willing, we stay healthy and that we can, our children are raised and they've got good jobs and they're healthy and they're settled. Even our youngest daughter, she's got a job and we can really start to, I think kind of our second half of our marriage—that what that looks like—doing some yeah. traveling and, um, and
1: being around around the family. Yeah. We're, our first grandchild is coming in September. Yeah, we have a first right? grandchild. So Pretty happy about, about that. that. Just we think about yeah, that really. a lot. Just
0: spending more time together, and hopefully we have great health so we can continue to do the fun things we love and be around our family and friends. And,
1: and you will be a great grandchild. So,
0: yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Hopefully, get another 36 years. If we make it, my grandmother lived to be 102. So,
1: I think she will live that long. You will live that long. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't know about that. Yeah, you got a little, you got plenty of room. Got pretty good genes. Yeah. Yeah. hmm
0: So we might we might make it. We'll just look baby steps. 40. We'll look to yeah. 40. It's only four years away.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: As Oklahoma's oldest jeweler, we at BC Clark feel so fortunate to be part of the people's love stories from the beginning and sharing in many significant milestones along their journey together. We hope you join us for our next episode coming soon. Get future YouTube 2 stories by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and more. To learn more about BC Clark and how we can help you on your journey from you to two, visit bcclark.com or drop by one of our 3 Oklahoma City locations: Downtown, Classen Curve, and North Park. Thank you for listening.